Mackenzie Johnston with Cattle News Central, bringing you your May 3rd cattle industry headlines, brought to you by Protein Processing Services. Building or expanding a meat processing facility is not an easy task, as we all know. Seeing a need arise from the impact COVID had on the food supply chain, a group of industry experts combined their talents to support producers wanting to expand into custom meat processing. This team is skilled in every part of the process from the startup and and expansion of processing facilities to the feasibility study and site location to state-of-the-art equipment and quality construction. If you'd like more information, go ahead and visit www.proteinprocessingservices.com. We are also sponsored by 4T Ag Insurance, your go-to contractor for ag insurance. The folks at 4T Ag are dedicated to providing you with insight, information, and alternative risk solutions that are custom fit to your business and personal needs. They have both crop and drought insurance, and they also offer LRPs for both fed and feeder cattle. If you'd like more information, go ahead and visit www.4tag.net. That is the number four, tag.net. And finally, American Beef Producer Magazine. They offer in-depth articles on a wide variety of topics in our industry. They feature award-winning photography and so much more within their publication. Their May issue is currently out. If you'd like to check that out, all you got to do is click on the American Beef Producer link above in the caption. That is going to take you over to their Facebook page where you can do just that. American Beef Producer Magazine, guiding beef producers for over 25 years. Fox News has reported that on Sunday, U.S. Agency for International Development Chief Samantha Power told ABC's George Stephanopoulos on this week that the global food shortage crisis will push farmers towards green energy. She went on to say that uh, we need to never let any crisis go to waste. Basically, what she is saying here is echoing what many Biden officials have been pushing for quite some time, that we need to make the most out of this war between Russia and Ukraine so the Biden administration can push their green agenda. Power said the fertilizer shortages that have resulted from the war is giving farmers the opportunity to quickly transition from fertilizer to more natural resources. Back in March, President Biden's energy secretary, Jennifer Granholm, made similar remarks when she pushed Congress to use this crisis to pass clean energy legislation and to wean off fossil fuels. And how is that going for this country? Let's take a step back and look at fuel prices and see how that's impacting everything that consumers are buying, how that is impacting inflation. Let's see how that's going. And speaking of fuel prices, Fox News has also reported that the price of diesel has hit an all-time high here in the United States. Would you imagine that? On Sunday, the the average price of a gallon of diesel hit $5.30. That is up 4.3% just in one week. And that is double what we were paying last year at this time for a gallon of diesel. Of course, gas prices, they are also sky high. On Sunday, the average price for a gallon of gas was $4.19. This is actually down from the all-time high that we saw back on March 11th of $4.33 per gallon 
um, according to AAA. From groceries to shoes to electronics, uh, the high cost of diesel is being passed on to consumers. So consumers aren't only having to sell their souls at the pump when they fuel up, they're also having to take out a loan when they buy groceries because fuel prices are increasing the price of everything across the board, absolutely everything. This administration is going to die on that hill of green energy. And while they're doing it, they are going to drive this country into the ground. And they are doing it faster than I think anyone could have ever imagined. This update is also sponsored by Ag Risk Advisors. They provide risk management programs to livestock producers all across the West. Whether you are concerned about price or weather risk, Ag Risk Advisors, they are here to help. With current day market fluctuations, you and I both know there is nothing more important than locking in a price floor on your cattle. So if you would like to learn more about an LRP, be sure to reach out to an advisor today. Meeting Place has reported that research from the USDA's National Ag Statistics Service, also known as NAS, has found that gross incomes for both cattle and hog producers were up double digits from 2020 to 2021. For cattle and calves, cash receipts for marketings were up 16% from 2020, excuse me, were up 16% in 2021 compared to 2020, rising from $63.1 billion to $72.9 billion. Furthermore, cattle and calves, cattle and calf marketings increased 4% to 61.4 billion pounds. Hog producers also saw an increase in profits from 2020 to 2021. Cash receipts for hogs and pigs increased a whopping 46% year over year to $28 billion. So in response to this USDA report, the North American Meat Institute issued a press release explaining that this report uh, it clears up misconceptions about the state of our cattle markets, referring to the 16% increase in profits that cattle producers saw from 2020 to 2021. Prices are improving for cattle producers due to supply and demand reflecting the cyclical nature of cattle production, said Juliana Potts. And of course, we know she is the CEO and president of the North American Meat Institute. Cattle prices today are the highest they have been since the record highs in 2014 and 2015, said Potts. The USDA report also broke down cattle revenue by state, which showed that many states' producers saw increases higher than the national uh, than the nationwide average of 16%. So, for example, here in Nebraska, producers' earnings grew 18% in between 2020 and 2021. Up in Montana, it was 22%. Kansas, 18%. Kentucky, 21%. North Dakota, 28%. And South Dakota, 26%. The Midwest Center for Investigating Reporting has reported that according to USDA data, foreign investment in U.S. cropland has almost tripled in the last decade. Total, crop, total cropland controlled by foreign interest in 2020 was 10.9 million acres, up from 4.1 million acres back in 2010. But it's not just cropland that foreign investors are going after. They own or lease almost 37.6 million acres of ag land, and that includes forests and pasture land. That is, excuse me, that is an area slightly higher than 
that is an area slightly larger than the state of Illinois, and it makes up 2.9% of all privately held land here in the United States. In states like Nebraska, Montana, and Colorado, foreign investors own more than half a million acres. In North Dakota, South Dakota, and Wyoming, foreign investors, they only own a quarter of a million to half a million acres, so not quite as many acres in those states. This growing level of foreign ownership has resulted in three bills being considered in Congress, which would require additional review of foreign investment, which we obviously need. Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa has been one of the leading voices concerned about foreign ownership of ag land. According to Grassley, America's young farmers will struggle to replace an aging farm population if farmland continues to become an investment. And finally, some good news for your Tuesday. According to Shaley Stewart with DTN Progressive Farmer, last week, the highest volume of cash trade was traded since 2020, 135,000 head. 63% of those cattle were committed for nearby delivery, while the remaining 37% were committed for deferred delivery. Over the past two weeks, negotiated cash trade has been uh, has totaled a whopping 246 thousand head. Some good news finally to end uh, to end this update with. That is all I have for you guys this morning. I hope you guys caught some rain on Monday. I think we probably caught another inch or so. It was a chilly day but cannot complain about more moisture. Hope you all have a tremendous Tuesday. I'll catch you later.